in order to make up for all the time that I've been away, I wanted to start releasing short stories for you guys. I will not set up a schedule because I do not want to disappoint any of you, but I will do my best. I know I haven't really been present and I do apologize. It's mostly been because of a few issues in my personal life and my stupid ISP. I look forward to a time when we'll no longer need ISPs. By ISPs, I mean internet service providers. You know, I do not have a problem with the time spent waiting for someone to pick up your call. What I have a problem with is the empty promises that follow. Oh, we'll be there tomorrow. And then they take three days to come and fix your issues. After they have supposedly fixed it, the same problem reappears after two days. And then it's another week. <sighs> I hate ISPs so much. Anyway, the issues in my personal life aside, let's talk about two very illustrious people. Unfortunately, one of them was a Nazi. By the way, I do apologize for any mispronunciations beforehand. If you're German, I apologize to you personally. My sister speaks German, but she refused to help me with this story without prior payment. You know, beautiful, beautiful capitalism. The same capitalism that allows billionaires to get into their genitalia-shaped spacecraft and leave behind a planet that is absolutely covered in issues. Issues that they have created or that they have the ability to solve. While I'm on that topic, did you know that the global media covered Jeff Bezos' spaceflight longer than they covered climate change in 2020, like the whole of 2020? These billionaires keep on claiming that they love the planet, yet their various crafts continue to contribute to climate change. That is a topic for another day. It's just that I was very disappointed not to see a fireball up in the air or on the news. To our main story, our main story today, as I said before, involves two scientists and their connection to the world's first nuclear disaster. Those two scientists are Vienna Heisenberg and Niels Bohr. Vienna Heisenberg was born in Würzburg. I hope I'm saying that right. Bavaria in 1901. It would be an understatement to call Heisenberg brilliant. By the age of 24, he had already authored a paper on quantum physics, which was quite an impressive feat in of itself. Quantum physics is one of the most complex branches of physics there is. Heisenberg went on to win a Nobel Prize in 1932, which is hardly surprising. After Germany's World War I loss, Heisenberg joined the Freikorps, which was made up of an assortment of former soldiers, mercenaries, and political idealists. The Freikorps was established through the support of the Weimar Republic. Its purpose was to fight against Bavaria, which at the time was communist. In 1922, Heisenberg met fellow scientist Niels Bohr. By 1922 standards, Niels Bohr was a nice guy. Born in October of 1885, Bohr was a Danish physicist. He contributed to the fields of atomics and quantum theory. In fact, most of the theories he came up with are still being used to this day. Bohr would go on to found 
the Institute of Theoretical Physics at the University of Copenhagen, which opened in 1920. During the 1930s, Bohr helped refugees fleeing from Nazism. As I said before, stand-up guy. Why couldn't the Americans go after such people instead of recruiting Nazis? By September 1943, word reached Bohr that the Nazis were looking for him. Turns out they had discovered his activities. Before they caught up with him, however, he fled to Sweden. From there, he went on to Britain. Bohr would later be named part of the team that would travel to the US as part of the British mission to the Manhattan Project. While I'm on the subject of the Manhattan Project, did you know that the people in charge actively prevented physicists of color from working there? You know, just a little fun fact. I wonder if the Nazis saw any difference between between where they were where they came from and where they were. Think about it. The only thing that the American government at the time wasn't doing that the Nazis were doing was murdering people. Everything else, and I'm sure I'll cause a lot of controversy by saying these, they did. They ensured that people of color had a lot less rights than everyone else, gave them poorer education, prevented them from living where they wanted, denied them the right to vote, and yes, locked some up in internment camps. And people question why they recruited Nazis. On that subject, I don't. At this point, let's talk about the German nuclear weapons program. It has a German name, but it's way too complicated. I'll not even pretend I can pronounce it. The German nuclear weapons program was unsuccessful, but before it failed, it had made a few breakthroughs especially for the time it was formed, which was in 1939. If Hitler had decided to keep on pushing, there is a high chance that he would have been successful, and luckily for the world, he didn't. Anyway, before the program was shattered, it had the dubious honor of hosting the world's first ever nuclear disaster, and that is what we are interested in. Nazi scientist Vianna Heisenberg was part of the German nuclear weapons program. There isn't a lot of information on what role, if any, Niels Bohr played in the weapons program. The only thing that the records unequivocally show was that Niels and Werner met when Denmark was occupied by the Nazis. At the time of the meeting, Werner was the head of the nuclear program. The meeting was held in September of 1943. What we are interested in, however, was a bit earlier than that. In the 1940s, the Nazis were working on the world's first nuclear reactor. A reactor by the name of L-4. Very little is known about this reactor. The only information that I could find was that the nuclear reactor was based in Leipzig and that on 23rd June 1942, the reactor experienced a malfunction and caused an accident. On that day, during an inspection after it was discovered that heavy water was leaking from the reactor, air leaked into the nuclear pile, which was primarily made up of uranium powder, and set it alight. When the uranium powder started burning up, it quickly boiled the cooling water, which then created massive pressure in the reactor. After some time, the reactor blew apart, 
which caused more uranium to get exposed to the air. Particles of uranium heated to a temperature of 1000 degrees centigrade shot up 6 meters to the ceiling and showered superheated and highly radioactive particles all over the laboratory. This explosion completely destroyed the reactor and caused a large fire within the facility. Unfortunately, because records have either been lost or destroyed, we don't know if there were any injuries or fatalities after the accident. That accident aside, Germany was the first country to officially prove that nuclear fission was possible. In fact, the design for the L-4 reactor is still in use to this day. As for Heisenberg and Niels, they went on to devote their lives to international scientific cooperation and later became lecturers. It is important to note that both of them were against the proliferation of nuclear weapons, with Heisenberg later claiming that all the nuclear research and experiments he conducted were aimed at producing nuclear energy, not weapons. Based on the actions he took after the fall of Nazi Germany, including his refusal to work for the Soviet nuclear program, and his outrage when he heard that the Federal Republic of Germany was planning to arm itself with nuclear weapons, I guess he was being honest. In December 1953, Heisenberg became president of the Alexander von Humboldt Foundation. He served as president until he resigned shortly before his death of kidney cancer on 1st February 1976 at the age of 75. As for what Niels and Heisenberg talked about when they met, that remains a subject of speculation. They themselves give two different accounts of what happened during that meeting. That's all for today. Please remember to give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, Audible, and Amazon Music. As for apps like Spotify, where rating options are not available, please click subscribe. It is my understanding that subscriptions count as ratings on those apps. Don't forget to share the show with at least two other people. By the way, I do apologize for my voice. As you can guess, for a few months now, I've been quite ill, but I'm getting better. Anyway, please get vaccinated. See you next time.